Welcome to Position to Win with Dr. Philip G. Godot of Calvary Christian Center in Sacramento, California. We're excited that you've joined in for today's episode. Now sit back, relax, and get ready to win. Well, good afternoon or good evening. Uh, thank God for our the word works when you work the words. And I'm just thanking God for his miracle working power on your behalf as you hear this word uh, this evening. Um, and I'm especially still praying for all of you that are, you know, sheltered in faith, uh, for God's miracle working power on your behalf, for all those that are um, being challenged by being sheltered in faith, um, for God's peace and joy. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that still abounding in your life, God using you to bring uh, people to Christ and minister to people. And I'm praying for those that are on the first responders and those that are caregivers and all those that are on the front line trying to uh, deal with this coronavirus. Um, we just speak an end to that uh, coronavirus and come out commanded to die and come to an end. Uh, and we thank God for his miracle working power through our governments and believe in God for them making good choices and good decisions. So uh, let's get into the word. So look with me in the Bible to the book of... Um, Luke, the 21st chapter, Luke 21 and verse 34. Uh, I, and I, I'm going to just sort of jump around a little bit because it's been, um, it's got to keep us in tune to where I want to go. So I'm teaching on um, when your heart and mind is troubled, when your heart and mind, and boy, it's a lot of people that are dealing with their heart and their mind being troubled uh, during this whole time. There's a lot of fear and mongering going on. A lot of craziness and people acting crazy and uh, hoarding and fighting and even killing <clears throat> people that are committing suicides and depressions that are causing people to act crazy and we're dealing with a lot of families um, strife that is happening behind this shelter in faith uh, that are having family problems because they're not used to being cooped up and and restricted. So uh, I wanted just to remind you of a couple of things real quickly. And I, and I said to go to Luke, and that's where I'm going, so you don't have to turn with me if you, uh, but I, I want you to still hear me. I know you've heard me say this uh, many a times, and I'm still working it because this is the word that God wants you to have right now. And you got to really hear it. I had one guy told me one time, he said, Pastor, I've probably heard you say teach on uh, that subject probably a thousand times. He said, I heard that a thousand. But he said, I didn't get it until the 999 time. So you got to ask God continually help you to grab it and hold it tight inside of you. Because the enemy comes to steal the word immediately, the Bible says, to take the word from you. So here in, in John uh, 14 and 1, and Jesus says, do not let your heart be troubled. Afraid or be cowardly, the Amplified Bible says. Believe confidently in God and trust in Him and have faith and hold on to it. Wow. My God. And it says rely on it and keep on, keep keep going and believing also in me. So I want to read it one more time. The Amplified, John 14 and 1. Do not. 
let your heart be troubled. In Jesus' name, I'm praying for all of you that your heart is troubled, you're dealing with some kind of fear of either correct catching, catching the coronavirus or, or some other fears of your family getting in or some other areas that you're challenged with behind any type of trouble. Trouble. And I command the spirit of trouble and everything associated with it to loose you right now. I shatter, scatter, destroy, melt, lacerate, crush the works of trouble over your life. And I speak the shalom of God into you in Jesus' name. Now receive that peace. No trouble. You walk by faith and not by sight. Look what it says. I, I'm sorry, but that just, it just blesses me so much. Do not let your heart be troubled, afraid, or be cowardly. It says, believe confidently in God and trust in Him. Have faith and then hold on to it. So if you, you got to hold on to it, everything that can be taken, rely on it, faith, and keep going and believe also in me. Uh, the AMPC says, do not let your heart be troubled, distressed, or aggravated. Don't let it be distressed or aggravated. You believe in and adhere to and trust in and rely on God. Believe in and adhere to and trust in and rely also on me. There it is. So, you got to make your commitment that you're not going to let your heart be troubled. You're not going to allow the enemy to continually flip and flop you around and getting into all kinds of fear. That does not mean that you don't have to wear a face mask uh, or wear gloves or use sanitizer. It just means I'm going to be wise in what I do, who I'm around, you know, just being on my guard. But I'm going to not let my heart be troubled with fear or anxiety or cowardness or antagonations and being antagonized and stuff along that line. So it's a whole bunch that you know I dealt with you about Philippians uh, of six and it says in Philippians six uh, four and in uh, uh, six four and six said do not be anxious or worried about anything. Do not be anxious or worried about anything. Do not be worried or anxious about anything. And I'm declared that I live a worry-free life. I don't live a, I live an anxious-free life. I live a trouble-free life. In other words, I'm not saying I don't have trouble don't come. But I'm just saying I'm just not giving it place in my life by speaking the word. And I declare that I walk in the wisdom of God to make good choices in every area for me and for my family. So worry is a negative um, meditation on the wrong thing. Worry is a negative meditation on the wrong thing. Worry sort of like a rocking chair. You're just rocking back and forth, but ain't going nowhere. And nothing really happening. So you got to make a commitment that you're going to do something about what you're thinking about and not letting the enemy dominate you with fear or worry or trouble. 
I made this statement that your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thought. So let's just talk about that just for a minute. Your life is always going or moving in the direction of your strongest thought. So if the enemy's got this strongest thought of this fear in you, your life is moving in the direction of that fear. You know, Job made the statement, he said, the thing, Job 3.25, he said, the thing that I greatly feared has come upon me. You got to fight thoughts of negativity. I try to tell men, you know, women too nowadays, you got to deal with lust, lustful thoughts. If you don't deal with the thought, the thought, your mind, in your direction is going to go in that direction. And the enemy does what he comes to do, steal, kill, and destroy. So you got to get this, you got to get it down. So whenever your mind goes, uh, the man will follow it. Whenever the way your mind goes, the man or the woman will follow it. Okay? Uh, so uh, look with me in your Bible to the book. Now go, go with me to Luke 21 and verse 34. Luke 21 and then verse 34. And look what it says here. And he says, uh, verse 34, And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged. This is King, King James. is overcharged with superfluity and drunkenness and the cares of this life. Uh, so that day cometh upon you unaware. So the, the, the uh, Amplified Bible in Luke 11.34 says, Take heed to yourselves. Take heed to yourselves and be on your guard. And be on your guard. Lest your heart, mind be overburdened and depressed. Wow. Let, I'm going to read it one more time. Take heed to yourself. I'm trying to tell you now. The Holy Ghost is trying to tell you now. The power of God is trying to help you. To get, make sure that you can act and, and stay in faith and not allow the enemy to make you think on. And then you now you're sheltering in place instead of sheltering in faith. You're not standing on in the word like you should and speaking the word. I was talking to a person this morning. And, uh, and I guess they, who they, they must have forgot who they was talking to. And they said to me, my kids are driving me crazy. They're driving me crazy. They then said something like, they, 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 uh, they just uh, driving me, making me sick. What, what kind of language is that for a, a believer? But again, if you're not staying in the Word, and a lot of people are spending more time watching the news and listen to all the negative reports about that, then you are in the Word. Now, thank God you're still with me. Is that right? You didn't check out, did you? Are you still here? Because you got to make me a student of the Word. My kids will never drive me crazy. No, no. Now, they're not going to worry me to death. None of that kind of stuff. I don't speak that kind of language. And I don't give that into my place, into my life. So look what Luke, Luke uh, 21, 34 says. Take heed 
In other words, you gotta you gotta do something. You better take heed to what I'm saying right now. Take heed to yourselves and be on your guard. Be on your guard, lest your heart, your mind, be overburdened and distressed. And then it says, and weight it down with the giddiness and the tension with the uh, that causes you to be dizzy, headaches and nausea and self-delusion, drunkenness and and worldly worries and cares. He says, don't allow yourself to get to that place in your life at all. So don't let worry become a blessing blocker in your life. What did you say, Pastor? I said, don't let worry become a blessing blocker in your life. Because once worry or the fear or the anxiety, and that's why he says here, Make sure that you take heed to yourselves and be on your guard all the time. I'm going to watch what I'm saying. I'm going to watch how I'm living. I'm not going to let things just come into my mind and not check it with the Word of God. Don't let worry, anxiety, fears become a blessing blocker. What I mean by that is that your life and a lot of the blessings God wants to bring to you are now uh, blocking the blessing that God wants to bring in your life because of the fear, the worry, the anxiety, taking the concerns. Those are all negative, uh, anti-faith. They're faith stealers. They're faith contaminators. They contaminate your faith and block your blessing. So you got to be on your guard to make sure that you are not allowing anything to come in and be a blessing. Like, well, ain't nothing happening for me. I wonder why this ain't going on. And how come God ain't doing this and that? Well, I wonder, what are you saying? What are, what, what are you dealing with and allowing to be in your mind to control you? Because if you're doing that, then that worry is being a blessing blocker. When you worry, you can't receive. You don't receive because you don't believe. Whoa. So let me say that one more time. When you worry, you can't receive. You don't receive because you don't believe. If you're worrying, I know, I know some of y'all getting a little attitude right now, but you better watch it right now. I'm trying to help you take heed. Listen to me. You can't receive what God has for you when you are bound with worry and anxiety. It is blocking your blessing. You don't want to receive and you won't be, be, uh, also get what God has for you because you don't believe. Fear, worry, anxiety, uh, all of that stuff is uh, anti-faith and it is a negative area of faith in the wrong direction. So Peter says in First uh, Peter 5 and 7 says, uh, in the Passion Translation, it says, uh, pour, pour, out all, pour out all your worries and stress. Pour out all your worries and stress upon him and leave them there for he always or tenderly cares for you. Pour it all out. Get rid of all that worry anguish and stress. So Satan's uh, bad is no greater than God's good.
Satan's bad, bad, is not greater than God's good. God's good is greater than Satan's bad. No matter how bad he's dealing with you or going through something, God's good is greater than Satan's bad. So remember that. Now I want to read it, uh, 1 Peter 5 and 7 out of the Amplified Bible. And uh, uh, just give me a few more minutes and I'll be gone. It says, cast all of your, wor- your worry, your anxieties, uh, all of your uh, concerns once and for all upon him. For he cares about you. And look at this, it and with the deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. God is very much concerned about where you are right now. But he says, cast all of your worries, all of your anxieties, all of your concerns upon him, for he cares about you. And he does. And now you've got to start doing something to fighting back. And you might need to turn that news off. Start listening to the uh, Bible or listen to some teaching more, doing more to renew your mind. You know, I made a commitment during this time of this sheltering in faith is just I'm going to read more books, and I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm reading every day, trying to get some time in, take advantage and make the devil pay for all this stuff. I'm not allowed. Then being a witness, I went out to the gas station the other day, and Man, I had a little revival at the gas station. People started walking up to me, Pastor Cadeau, Pastor Cadeau, and I was praying with one person, can you pray with me also about this? Can you do that? Then I went down there to a store, and almost the same thing happened again. People crying out for God and trying to get themselves right. And uh, We just need to make sure that we're checking on our family, doing what we need to do. So um, the word uh, worry means to be torn in two. The word worry means to be torn in two. And that is exactly what anxiety does. What does it do? Tears apart. Anxiety tears us apart. I wish I had something I just tear it apart, show you what I mean. But, uh, But you understand what I'm saying. So the word worry means to be torn in two. And that is exactly what happens in our life when we allow that anxiety to tear us apart. Also, it means don't worry. Remember who the Lord is. Remember who you are praying to. When he says don't worry, but remember. But remember who the Lord is and who you're praying to. Don't worry brings brings your fear out into the open. When you say, don't worry, you're dealing with your fears. When you say, no, I refuse to deal with that. No, that, that's, a, that's the spirit of fear. I'm not going to accept that. You bring it out into the open. Don't worry means now I'm going to give thanks to God and give him praise for his miracle working power. I want to just sort of deviate again a little bit here uh, in the book of Hebrews um, because I believe that this is... Uh, uh, Hebrews, the fourth chapter. Go with me there for a minute. Hebrews, the fourth chapter. And um, look what it says here in Hebrews 4. And um, 
Hebrews 4 and uh, let's just start at verse 1, Hebrews 4 and 1. It says, let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us um, entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached, and it says, as well as unto them. Yeah, unto them. But it says, but the word preached did not profit them. Here we go. Did not profit them, not being mixed with what? Faith. Not being mixed with faith. It says, in them that heard it. For we which, which have believed do enter into his rest. And he said, and I have sworn of my wrath that if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished uh, from the foundation of the world. So he says, my people got to learn how to enter into his rest. Verse 4 says, and God did rest on the seventh day. Verse 5, and in the place again, if they shall enter into my rest. If they shall enter into my rest. So when we talk about entering into the rest of God, uh, this is one of the most powerful truths of faith that a believer can understand is that you might have negative circumstances, situations around you, but I choose to enter into the rest of God and cast that care. So I'm casting that care. I choose to rest in God's word and that uh, and the assurance of his word that God watches over his word to perform it. That his word will not return void back unto you. That God confirms his word with miracles, signs, and wonders. So when I rest in God's word, I, I am now confirming that faith is the highest part in my life. And I'm giving God that opportunity to be able to bring the blessing, the miracle, the healing, the deliverance, uh, that breakthrough that you need in your life. I rest in the word. I thank you, Father. You are the Lord God that healeth me. I thank you that your healing power is flowing in my body. And I receive that healing now. I ain't going to keep thinking about it. I might still have some challenges, but I'm still speaking the word over it. I'm resting in it. Or, <clears throat> or I come to the place and I say, Father, thank you that you supply all my need according to the riches and glory. I'm a giver. I'm a tither. Thank you, Father, the devourers rebuke. Thank you that your provisions are coming to me from every direction. So, the resting in God, I mean, the rest is the most powerful position uh, that you can be able to be in as a Christian. Resting in God. I'm casting it. I don't have a care, a worry, an anxiety, or a fear. This is the most highest kind of faith is when I stand in this area. Look what it says here in Hebrews 4. And it says, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. It says, for we which have believed do enter into rest. We do enter rest. But he says, but if they enter. Look at verse, then the same verse 3. If they shall enter into my rest. If they will enter in. Everybody won't enter into the rest. Because you allow the worries, the anxieties 
to continually manipulate you. So we are, uh, are at rest at the finished work of Jesus Christ and what he has done. We are at rest. You understand that? When I'm resting in the word. Somebody said, that's all you're doing is speaking the word. That's all you're doing is talk. That's all I can do because the word is my life. And when the word is your life, you speak that word. You're not worrying about what friends or people or family are going to think about you. So God is always working where someone is resting. Would you make that a note? Would you work, make that a note in your... God is always working where somebody is resting. When you're resting in the word of God, God is working. God is working for those that are resting. He's not working on the behalf of those like he wants to for those that are not resting. They're still talking about their care. They're still worried about this. They're still letting anxiety tear them apart. When you're at rest, there's nothing left to do but to go ahead and worship God and give him all the glory and the praise. So, and I'm going to close out with this scripture here. I think I am. I've got so much inside of me. But in uh, Psalms 55, in Psalms 55, <clears throat> this is really good, I, even though I'm, I know I'm teaching it, but I, I'm just blessing myself. You know, it's really good when the chef enjoys their own food that they cook. If they don't like the food, then they ain't nobody else going to like it. I love this. Isaiah 50, I mean, I said Psalms 55 in verse 22. And look at me in verse 22. And he says, um, cast your burdens upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee, and he shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Wow. I bet you that's scripture you didn't even have underlined in your Bible. Come on. Psalm. Psalms 55, verse 22. Now, I want to read it out of the Amplified Bible. And it says, Cast your burdens on the Lord, release it, and he will sustain and uphold you. And he will never allow the righteous to be shaken, slip, fall, or fail. Wow. Never. And then the pastor translation says, So here, so here, what I, I have learned throughout all of this. Leave all your care and anxiety at the foot of the Lord and his measureless grace will strengthen you. <clears throat> so there's a lot been said here concerning the area of when your heart is troubled, your mind and heart is troubled. If your heart and mind is troubled, I want you to say this with me right now. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, Thank you for the Holy Spirit giving me the power and bringing the word back to me. Help me to be a greater student of the word that I can live the victorious life in Jesus Christ. Thank you that I live a carefree life. I live a faith-filled life. Thank you for the blessings of you overtaking my life, all the days of my life, because I'm not just a hearer of the word, but a doer. Amen and amen. If you're not accepted Christ in your life, won't you open your heart and invite him into your life? Say this with me right now. Say, Lord Jesus, I'll open the door to my heart and invite you into my life to be my Lord 
and my Savior. Take the throne of my life and use me as your instrument in Jesus' name. If you said that Christ is in your life, at the bottom of the screen we have some information there how you can get a couple free books, an e-book and a paperback book. I have them, one of them right here, New Creation. You can get these books free. We'd love to be able to get it to you and help you to win in life. Also, also, if you if you backslid, you've been got cold in your relationship, you can and you said that you also have them in your life. If you haven't had a chance to give, please don't forget to give your tithes, your offerings, your gifts of love. God honors that because God gave it to you. And when you give a portion back to him out of your love and appreciation, he multiplies it back to you to give you more so you could do more, have more, and do more with it and be a greater blessing. So I stand in agreement with every one of you that are giving, your tithes, your offering, your gifts of love for God's miracle return on your behalf. So listen to me. At the bottom of the screen, about four or five ways that you can give. One of them is text to give, 916 970-7900 is our text to give. Or you could bring it into office, call the office, but we stand in agreement for God to multiply blessing back to every one of you givers in Jesus' name. We have a lot of things going on today If you uh, that we have on every Tuesday. We have a, a food giveaway. We're doing a lot of different outreaches and stuff. If you want to be involved with us, let us know, or you'd like to donate towards it. We love you. Remember this, that the word works when you work the word. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to share this podcast with a friend. We invite you to join us for service on Sundays at 7.30 a.m., 11.30 a.m., and 6 p.m. Or on Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Until next time, stay positioned to win.